Welcome to Daily Reflections, your source of spiritual insight and guidance, rooted in the gospel of the day. I invite you to join me on a journey of contemplation and discovery as we unpack the timeless wisdom found within the gospel. The aim is to provide a space for thoughtful reflection and inspiration, exploring how the teachings of the gospel can illuminate our lives in profound and meaningful ways. Whether you're seeking to deepen your understanding of faith, find comfort in daily struggles, or simply to ponder life's deeper questions, Daily Reflections offers a sacred pause for introspection and growth. Today, we celebrate the third Sunday in Ordinary Time, and we begin with Psalm 25. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Together, teach me your ways, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from of old. In your kindness, remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his way. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Together, teach me your ways, O Lord. Our gospel for today is taken from Mark chapter 1, verse 14 to 20. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat mending their nets. Then he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and followed him. Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. This, my friends, marks a significant moment in the gospel where Jesus really begins his ministry. It is a proclamation of hope and redemption, calling for repentance and belief in the good news. Galilee, a region of diverse people, symbolizes the universality of Christ's message. It is an invitation to turn away from sin and to change our hearts. This solemn occasion urges us to reflect on our lives to seek forgiveness and to trust in the promise of salvation. Repentance and belief are intertwined, guiding us to walk the path of righteousness and embrace the love of God. You know, for some, New Year's resolutions have come and gone, but for us who believe, it is never, ever too late to surrender your life. Our gospel captures the essence of a new beginning, a call to leave behind our old ways and embark on a journey of spiritual renewal. 
Jesus's arrival in Galilee signifies the dawn of a divine mission, a mission that brings light to the darkness of the world. It beckons us to believe in the kingdom of God, to trust in his mercy, and to open our hearts to his grace. By repenting and believing, we embrace a life of discipleship, following the footsteps of Christ and spreading his message of love and forgiveness. Repentance and belief, my friends, are, are not merely words. They're calls to action. They invite us to examine our lives, to seek reconciliation, and to embrace the way of mercy. Through genuine repentance, we acknowledge our need for God's forgiveness. And through unwavering belief, we trust in his infinite love and compassion. Together, they form the foundation of our relationship with God, guiding us to walk in his truth and live as his beloved children. And so today, my friends, I want to reflect a little on the importance of conversion, true conversion. You might think, well, I pray, I go to church, I'm kind to others. Why might I listen to this call to conversion? I'm already Catholic. Well, my friends, on the one hand, one might feel that it is the unbaptized that needs conversion, or even people of other faith traditions. However, to think that after baptism, there is no need for conversion, one would be greatly mistaken. I'm still in the process of true conversion. I'm definitely not the same priest I was yesterday. You know, several years ago, I was present with a family in the hospital room with a mother who was Catholic and who was dying. And I was there to anoint her. And she had five kids. And two of the kids, however, called themselves born-again Christians. And they started to interrupt me in my prayer over their mother. And they said to their mother, uh, I, I'm not sure she really accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior. I said, your mother is Catholic. She went to church every day. They stopped me and said, great, but did you hear her say, did you hear her say, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior? Well, yes, I did, I told them. First and foremost, in her actions, her desire to receive the Eucharist, her acts of charity. You know, there are those who speak those words, but spend their life judging others and doing nothing to live repentance. This dying woman was growing in conversion every day of her life. It calls us to turn away from sin, to embrace a life of righteousness and faith. Conversion is not merely a one-time event, but it's an ongoing process of transformation that shapes our spiritual journey and draws us closer to God. The call to conversion echoes throughout the scriptures as we are reminded to repent and believe in the gospel. This call invites us to examine our lives, recognize our shortcomings, and seek reconciliation with God. It is an experience that reorient, reorients our hearts towards divine truth and leads us on a path of renewal and grace. Conversion is an essential aspect of our faith as it allows us to experience the boundless mercy and love of God. It signifies a radical change of heart, 
where we abandon our old ways and embrace the values of the kingdom. Through conversion, we are invited to undergo a spiritual rebirth, emerging as new creations in Christ and living with a renewed sense of purpose and devotion. In essence, conversion is a compelling call to authenticity and integrity in our relationship with God and one another. It demands a sincere examination of conscience, an openness to change, and a wholehearted commitment to living according to the teachings of Christ. Through conversion, we find the courage to confront our imperfections, seek forgiveness, and strive for holiness, trusting in the redeeming power of God's grace. I pray that we all embrace the call to conversion with humility and gratitude, allowing it to shape our lives and lead us closer to the heart of God. So I kind of put together a a checklist where you can examine your heart to determine if you are seeking conversion. You, are you praying every day, morning, noon, and night? Are you reading and understanding the Bible and diving into the teachings of the church through catechesis, spiritual reading, and a attending faith formation programs? Are you participating in the sacraments, particularly the Eucharist and reconciliation? Are you engaging in acts of charity, social justice initiatives, and community service, living out your faith through works of mercy and compassion? Are you cultivating the virtues such as humility, patience, and kindness, integrating these virtues into your daily life? Are you involved in parish activities, small faith sharing groups, or other Catholic communities fostering connections with other Catholics and providing a sense of belonging and support? Are you sharing your faith journey with others, serving as a witness and becoming a source of inspiration and encouragement to those around you? My friends, these areas can help a baptized Catholic grow in his or her conversion and to foster a deepened relationship with God and a more vibrant and fulfilling life of faith. And you and I, like the apostles, will respond to the Lord's call in our life to live the gospel, to proclaim the good news. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.